This episode of Retro Rebel Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your Android, iPhone, or favorite MP3 player. Welcome to episode 9 of the Retro Rebel Gamecast, the show where we discuss retro gaming and related topics for your listening pleasure. Retro Rebel is released every week, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com, iTunes, or Stitcher. If you like what you hear and you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash templeofgeek, where you can toss us a couple of bucks and earn early access for other goodies. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle at templeofgeek. My name's Stacy. As usual, joining me today are my fellow Rebels, Daniel and Amanda of Temple of Geek. Welcome. Welcome. Howdy. Well, first of all, the elephant in the room want to... Uh, hey, stop talking about the... me. Oh. Exactly. Dumbo was adorable. Um, I, I want to address the issue for last week and apologize to listeners for my uh, terrible audio quality. Uh, we tried to record while I was traveling and I happened to be in a vehicle uh, and uh, just the logistics of that was a mess. So anyway, we did you happen to go back and listen to that? Better. Huh? Did you What's happen that? to go back and listen to it? I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, it was painful. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're yeah, exactly. So we're going to, we're going to try to avoid having to do that again and apologize. And, and this week we, we assure you will be much better. So, I mean, you say we, but it was all you. We oh, I know. Well, I, I like the Royal we, in that, um, <laughs> I feel like it's more of a team effort this way, and that we're all kind of unified. I mean, yes, if it is my one hundred percent my fault, <laughs> but it's our. But it, I mean, we were terrible last week. One hundred percent me. Um, Much better. So anyway, as usual, yeah, <laughs> that's how you take credit for things as a leader. Um, yeah. You just you uh, you absolutely defer to everyone else as if they had something to do with it, uh, but include yourself, maybe. So, so what have we been playing? Going around the let's Gears go around the, the room. Four. What now? You've been playing what? Gears of War four. Oh, Gears of War four. So, impressions? Have did you finish it yet? I haven't finished it yet. I'm like maybe six hours into the campaign. Don't know how long it is. Um, but first impressions, I, I kind of like where they went with the story. I kind of like that you're hanging out with the next generation. I kind of like that there's an outsider group and then the cog is the establishment. Um, and you kind of have this sort of pseudo Native American vibe in the like clothing and architecture. I think it's really interesting. And of course, you know, you kill things and chainsaw stuff and, and the usual, but there's sort of like a tower defense element, for lack of a better word. You basically have to barricade yourself and survive waves at certain points um, on the yes. home front, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, yeah, I like it. I, it's really good. I've been playing it split-screen co-op, a follow-on from last week. It's one of the few games that you could do a two-person couch with. So I've been playing it with my little brother and sister. Aww. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot they were there. Mm. Daniel? Uh, last week I 
tried my hand at the original 19, whatever it was, 87 version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The and, one that's impossible? Yeah, that game was like super hard. I didn't realize it being that hard. I don't remember it being that hard. Um, but I only made it to the dam. And if you watch the stream that I posted up on our YouTube channel, I don't do too well. Um, I also picked up uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8. And started playing the Dream Drop Distance game that's on there. Um, I'm very excited. Now that, explain um, that. I don't know what that is. What is that? Dream Drop, Dream Drop Distance. There's actually uh, there's uh, two games and a micro movie or like a half an hour movie or whatever that's on that disc. The 2.8. Yeah. Um, so it includes Dream Drop Distance, a new version of some Birth by Sleep or something uh, that was, came out in Japan only. It was like a phone game, I believe. And then yep. a, a movie. Um, but the Dream Drop Distance is the D- 3DS version of the game that came out a couple of years ago. Um, okay. So now they're, you're able to play it on the home console. And it's basically the direct follow, the direct pe- prequel or intro or whatever into Kingdom Hearts 3. So I never finished the handheld version because I just got tired of playing it on a handheld. Um, so I'm going to take a crack at it and see if I can actually finish this game on a home console. Now and that's the thing. I is it is it worth it because I played Kingdom Hearts one and two. I love both those games, uh, but it's been ten years, you know, since those games. In between, is it consequential? Like, if you don't play those games, is it going to matter in Kingdom Hearts three? I think or? it is only because like Birth by Birth by Sleep tells a different story of a different group of people, um, and I believe those people. I know one of the one of the characters named Aqua. Uh, she has interactions with the characters that's in the Kingdom Hearts games that you played. Um, right. Of course, I haven't played all the games either, so I don't know what the whole story is. And I, I that's that's the purpose of me purchasing all these 1.5, 2.5s, and 2.8 games is so I can play through every single one of them before Kingdom Hearts three comes out. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think I'm going to make it through all of them because um, the yeah. game comes out supposedly in November. But that is my goal. Um, but I know that. Everything's supposed to culminate in Kingdom Hearts 3, so I think all these stories are supposed to become one giant massive finale. If it if you were a winner, you would finish it. Yeah, I'm, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, I understand. Well, I, I guess I asked because I'm curious about them. As much as I enjoyed 1 and 2, uh, I would like to know what the story is on those others. 1 and 2 were pretty... I mean, they were relatively long. I mean, they were, you know, kind of like... I mean, they were made by Square. I mean, you're you're getting a... They were about Final 40 Fantasy hours apiece, S- I would say. Yeah, you're getting a Final Fantasy-esque type experience. So, um, yeah, so I don't know that I would have time to finish off all three of those either. So, maybe I'll just watch the movie. Yeah, I think the movie yeah. is a... It takes place after Dream Drop Distance and right before Kingdom Hearts 3. So I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Um, yeah. But I'll try to knock it all out this week <laughs> and get yeah, back to you. Yeah, if you could, I'd appreciate 120 yeah. hours. I'll, I'll beat all 12 and games and just get back to you. Go. <laughs> Good. Go yeah. team. Go team. Go team. Well, I finally finished uh, after almost two months uh, Final Fantasy 15, so I can stop talking about it. But I just would like to say, though, if if you are a fan of Final Fantasy, this is a great callback to Final Fantasy um, that 
it's just very nostalgic and at the same time I mean the ending I thought was I thought they did a great job with the ending um, it was moving if you cared about the characters and it doesn't seem like it should make sense because of the world that you're in that you have like this almost you know current but yet it's like advanced but you're using swords but at the same time there's monsters and magic but they're on a road trip for a wedding um, and the dynamic between the four characters is really, it, it works. And so, anyway, I just really enjoyed the game. And uh, it was a nice callback to the old uh, uh, Final Fantasy games. Um, everything from the, the espers or your summons, which have been kind of staples across, uh, you know, since Final Fantasy, I guess, four or two here. Um, and from that to some of the, like, iconic... Uh, monsters that you'll fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you... if Do you get Amanda, to fight a wild played? tomberry? Yes, you do, and it kills you in one hit. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's one there's one battle where you're fighting four of them. Um, and, you know, and, they're, and what they do is just like, you know, he does just... <laughs> that was actually the one I was going to use as an example. You know how he moves really slowly? Yeah. Back in, in the old ones? And then all of a sudden, he just rush at you and stab you and kill yeah. you one hit. He becomes a ninja. Yes, he does. that's exactly what they do. He's moving. He moves really slow, really slow, and all of a sudden, he just rushes at you in 3D and kills you in one hit. So those all are always that, my favorite act- villains. Yeah, <laughs> they just make carrying a little lantern and a and a knife and a knife. <laughs> Ter- terrifying, <laughs> terrifying. And and he's little. You know, he's just a little thing, and so. Um, I found that, and then I also found a cactar. I don't know if you remember the cactar. Yeah, they stand. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, <laughs> thousand needles um, is one of their attacks. Yeah, and it was a one hit quid too. You know, it would kill you in one hit. So, um, but if you could get him, you could summon him. Uh, so anyway, it was it was a really good game. Uh, the ending is is uh, powerful enough, and it, it's a it's a satisfying ending to the whole thing. So I now, played that, I finished now, it. Now, hang on, you just bypassed a very important part there. Okay. I do remember you telling us that you cried. I did. <laughs> I did. And if I cry, I mean, as I mean, like Clint Eastwood would, would cry. Oh, okay, of course. So, yeah, I mean, basically, he gets another man to cry for him. It's like Chuck Norris. Um, so, uh, so the game actually, the game literally cried. For me, <laughs> the game cried um, for him. The game cried for me. Uh, no, it was um, it was you know I, I think my eyes welled um, because it was I put myself in the position of of the main character Noct or Noctis and his three best friends and and the journey that they went across and as absurd as it was you know there really was kind of a heart to the story and you know I won't spoil it but I mean there's there's a lot of I mean bad things happen, kind of like in every Final Fantasy game, and it gets then really bad, and by the end, you know, it's kind of like all hope is lost, and so one of the dy- one of the uh, mechanics in the game is uh, you've got a character, Prompto, who takes pictures. He takes pictures, and it's, you know, I, I think I mentioned this in another cast that we, um, or another episode, where selfies are kind of a thing that have inserted themselves into many games, such as Watch Dogs, and, and uh, I think even uh, Dead Rising does it now, too. Yeah. Well, in, in this game, you're not really taking selfies, but you got a guy, you're in the middle of battle with, uh, like, 
um, with a behemoth. And so you're fighting a behemoth, and Prompto's over there taking pictures of y'all fighting. And what a jerk. Like, I, what a jerk. Pick up a sword, man. And so we're... He's singing Adele. Exactly. Let me photograph <laughs> you in this light. <laughs> you know, and if, if I was not too busy trying to kill everything, I would have, you know, I had to, I'd had to address that situation. But at the end, whenever you go camp, because you can, you can either stop at an inn like you tip, you normally could, or you remember one of the old mechanics in Final Fantasy was to get a cabin or a tent. Uh-huh. Well, they do it very literally now, so you can go find campsites which are safe zones. And you just set up camp. And you actually and can cook a meal. Cook a and meal. And then he shows you his scrapbook photos of the fight that you almost died in. You're like, cheers, mate. <laughs> Literally. That is what he does. He's like, oh, look what, what we found. And then, you're, and then you're like, oh, I think I got some good ones. And he can level up. And when he levels up, he takes better pictures. So, um, but that all kind of culminates at the end. Once you finish, once you finish the game, or once you're about to finish the game, that plays a role in, in one of the last things that you do. He and dies, then, and you flip through all the pictures, and you cry, right? <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> uh, spoil it for anyone that's not going. If y'all aren't going to play it, I'll tell you. We can. But I mean, I'm definitely not going to play it. So go for it. I'm, th- I'm three hours okay. in. Oh well, are you gonna are you gonna finish it? Yeah, I think I'm gonna probably continue playing it. Okay, well then I won't I won't ruin it. Um, even though. Amanda's hating on it. We will, um, we will, I will refrain from, but we can discuss it later and cry together, Daniel. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Flip through your scrapbook <laughs> albums together. That's right. Find that, remember that picture we took when we were, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I finished that game, uh, and then when I was done with that, I knew that I really probably didn't have time to start another one like that, so I downloaded the rest of the episodes for the Batman Telltale game. Uh, and I finished the second episode, and in between that, I finished the third and started the fourth episode of Life is Strange, which is yeah, yeah. And I haven't I haven't finished it yet. It's just it's it's one of those that I really like to kind of be in the mood to play because I love the music, I love everything about that game. I just haven't had time to do it. The Batman game, if you haven't played it yet, one of the most interesting takes on Batman that I've heard or read in a long time. <clears throat> they uh, they just do a really interesting thing. Everything from his origin to the origin of his villains, um, they've they've done a, they did a really good job. So I'm I'm finishing up the second. Uh, I just finished the second episode actually, and it you know it seems like it's one of those games where you feel like you there's no way that if you've played many Telltale games, they have a formula. At the end of each episode, there's a twist. At the end of each one, you know, they leave you hanging and then they come back, you know, two months later with the next episode. Um, sometimes it feels earned and sometimes it does not. You know, a lot of the Game of Thrones, I've, I've played, I've played all of them so far, all of the Telltale games. And the Game of Thrones one to me was the weakest. You, I felt like this story was going to make a difference, like in the overall, the overarching, you know, Game of Thrones world. And not be inconsequential, or not be, or be consequential, not inconsequential. And it was really, it didn't seem to leave any kind of impact. And it was the most buggy of all of them. Um, but every ending, every twist so far in the in the Batman 
uh, Telltale game has felt earned. So that's good. I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed it. So, so that's what I've been playing. So, uh, anyways, well, that's good. And I still have Gears of War four to finish. So I was interested in your take on that, uh, Amanda. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah I, I liked it too. I I did not like the initial villain or the initial battles or monsters that you fight. I don't like the the robots. I didn't like. Um, I, I guess it was just because they seemed they were like cannon fodder. They they just came in a line and they 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 weren't. Even though I mean the locusts were stupid. But at least they seem kind of alive and um, interesting. I love the but, little ticker bombs, though, because when you start kicking them in a line, it feels like you're playing Fable and kicking chickens. That's lovely. That is true. And they explode, which is even better. So, so delightful. You can time it. Yes. And I like, I like the tower defense that you were talking about as well. You know, you have so many resources and kind of plotting where you're going to place something to, to best defend your, your, your position. Yeah, I thought all that was pretty good. Um, well, good. Well, today, what I wanted to talk about is we've we've discussed on previous episodes um, <coughs> things that we're looking forward to, uh, you know, based on news, and that was last year. So this year, we already have more or less a a list of what is for sure coming out this year. Now we know there there may be some delays, and we can discuss that with some of these games. But I've gone through, and I've looked at. Uh, the list of games, and you may not be aware aware of all of these, but um, I'm going to go over a few. If there's any that you would like to list or you can think of that I've that I've missed, you know, by all means, please interrupt me, but or or inject that into there because I may not have seen all of them, and and there are some that I wasn't as interested in. I didn't know if you guys would be interested in. So, without further ado, I want to start with some VR experiences. Now, you. Amanda, I don't know if you were planning on... Are you planning on picking up a VR? I'd like to, but the coolest one i played so far is the Oculus Rift, and it's so expensive. What about you, Daniel? Nah. <laughs> well, you might change your mind when I tell you this first game that's coming out. Now, there's a... There is, uh, scheduled in the first quarter, I believe, Star Trek Bridge Crew. Which is a four-person, four-person experience where basically you're doing, your, uh, I guess, I mean, like I said, all four people are uh, are able to participate. It's the Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. So, so basically, that's what you're. That's what you're. The four of you are, are supposed to perform. So it would be a little bit different every. Your experience is a little bit different every time. So you'll get to do exactly but, what they do on the show, where like when the ship throws itself to the left. You can throw yourself to the left and do this fake throwing around your room. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Does not sound interesting. Sorry. Oh, well, that sounds great. Whatever. I'm down. <laughs> How much is that? A million pounds. <laughs> so, well, good. Well, that is uh, that is the first one. And I looked at it and it seemed interesting. There, It could be delayed, you know, by the, by the time this is all said and done. So the whole game is based around the Kobayashi Maru? Um, yes. <laughs> from, so from, what I, from what I can tell, yes. So That's going to be a um, very short game. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is, I mean, you, you always get... And, and maybe there's going to be other options, but I mean, you always get the, the movie version of that, so, you know, that could probably play out 
you know, much longer. I'm sure that they'll, you know, extend whatever now, the events are long enough to make it entertaining. Now, is it old Trek or new Trek? So, like, do you get to be as Kirk and, you know, hook up with the green woman afterwards and, you know, to get into the machine or? You <laughs> are a red Trek? shirt, I'm assuming. I'm assuming you're a red shirt. <laughs> Ew, so, I want to yeah, be Spock. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that all four of you, all four people playing are red shirts, and I think the best part is you'll probably all die comically. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and so, and I don't know if this is coming out, but Amanda, you were saying earlier, there is a, a virtual reality uh, exercise, piece of exercise equipment that's coming out. So what is, if you tell us more about that, um, what it's called and more or less what what you can experience using it. Yeah, so there's something called the Icarus VR. It's supposed to be a fully interactive and immersive flying experience. And from what I've seen of the trailers of it, essentially it's like an obstacle course, but you strap yourself in in the Superman sort of position on a thing that suspends you in the air. Um, and then you have to move your entire body, activate your core, things like that, to be able to go through the course and, like, go through rings in the virtual reality space. And the reviews that I've seen so far are incredibly positive. Like, not only is it a good workout because, A, you typically don't, aren't suspended trying to move your arms and your legs and keep yourself stable and things like that as a general rule in the middle of the air, but um, on top of that, it seems to be one of the first full crossovers that could have an, um, an application in gyms. Um, so they could get some of these um, VR sets. The game itself is streamed on a VR headset, um, kind of like the you know Dreamcast or any of the Google ones um, that you can just plug your smartphone in. Um, so it seems fairly accessible if you went to a gym that had that piece of kit you would just really need the game in your smartphone. So versus some other things in the market, if it's someplace where you could go and experience it, I think that's quite cool. Um, and similar, it's called uh, the Icarus VR. I don't know if I said that. And it looks like a pretty interesting piece of kit, and it's come out around the same time as another piece of kit whose name I don't remember, but it has a similar sort of idea Instead of being uh, horizontal, though, you're suspended rather vertically, um, and it's got sort of track pads and things like that, and it's supposed to have haptic feedback along your whole body. So if you're doing like a martial arts um, VR experience, you actually experience getting punched in the chest. Um, oh. And they're talking about putting these inside of like arcades and things like that because they're far too expensive for home use. They're like five grand or more for the kit yeah. itself, but that you could have it in, like, an arcade, and it could be an experience. You pay, like, you know, 10 pounds or whatever, but it's supposed to be fully haptic, and you can feel hot and cold sensations as well as physical sensations of being punched and kicked, etc. Um, and if you're interested in looking at it, I did see it on the YouTube channel Vsauce2, um, and it was one of their most recent videos that was posted on... I think the 4th of January, maybe earlier. So you can have a look there. Um, it's with uh, the headline of the video is about a kiss metric cell phone kissing simulator. But inside the middle of that episode, <laughs> they do talk about the two different VRs. Daniel's furiously writing down kissing simulator. What is this kissing? 
I'm all <laughs> over it. All over it. That looks freaky okay. and gross, by the way. Blech. <laughs> oh, that sounded terrifying too. Um, so those that was that's interesting. So we got two. That's the only VR experience that I'd really uh, read about besides uh, the Star Trek one that I thought might be interesting. I, I think I would be interested in doing the, the bridge crew thing. I don't know that I'd be interested in purchasing it. Um, it would be fun to play with friends. I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'd be interesting to try one time, but it's not worth going running out and buying a $500 piece of eye equipment. Right. Well, unless you know they they come out with something else. But again, it's like everything I've heard about VR, very specific type of experience. You know, um, there will always be that time where you're going to want to sit on the couch and play. I, I just I don't think that's ever going to go away just because people don't always want to stand up and play video games. They want to sit down and play video games. So if you can get a, a good experience both ways, then I think it works for VR. Um, not every game lends itself to that. Though, so, um, Speaking of it, and, and this is a, an, an aside, has anybody gotten a chance to play the Resident Evil? Negative, sir. Negative. Okay. Um, I've just I've heard really good things about it, and even in the VR experience, and that it's kind of it's pretty scary uh, as v, as a VR game. But I digress. Moving along, Mass Effect Andromeda supposed to come out this year. Not supposed to be delayed. Should get it in, you know in the first half, hopefully. Um, thoughts, impressions. Anybody interested, exciting about excited to play Mass Effect Andromeda? I mean, I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> I knew it. I mean, you're so speaking what? my language, Kevin. On. <laughs> so what? What? What are you so? Why are you so excited about that particular game? Well, all right, politically correct <laughs> reason, but I like to make out with space bitches. Don't judge. <laughs> no, no, I think that's uh, completely. I, I think if anyone's listened to our previous podcast and heard your. You're, how enamored you are with with uh, space the bitches? Other Bioware games? What's that? <laughs> with space bitches? <laughs> well, Dragon Age in particular. Um, then I think uh, that 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 would be that would sound reasonable. I'm <laughs> I'm excited to get back into that world as well. Mass Effect. Um, it's a game that I've I've hold near and dear. Uh, all three of Mass Effect one, two, and and three. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. Um, Legend of From Zelda. Trip, Breath I don't really understand where it is in the canon, though. Yeah. You. Yes. Uh, from what I understand, they're in a different. They're in a different uh, galaxy. So it's at the. It's oh. either at the same time or around the same time. But maybe it's after the fact because we went to a different galaxy. Whatever happened in the galaxy we were in with when Sh with Shepard and no matter what happened. Uh, which ending you chose, that doesn't affect this particular galaxy. So it's it's either at the same time or it's after the fact, and we sent another group to a different galaxy. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So there's new aliens. There's different you know different races and things like that too. So <laughs> it's it's kind of a cop out in that respect, and that you know you can just kind of get a clean slate. But I think it was a good idea to do it that way. That way. No one's upset. The 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 ending of Mass Effect had meaning and gravity, so it wasn't like it was for nothing. 
and uh, but you can still have a new unique story with you know um, a different Normandy or different crew all all kind of in that same world. So anyway, down. <clears throat> a uh, the next one a a uh, a nod to Daniel in particular, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. If you can find a switch. Well, since this one, this may not be a 2017 game for us, will it? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to play this one next year. We'll tell you. We'll tell you how it is next year. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sad yeah, that they've uh, only started pre-orders at GameStop and they're all sold out. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're gonna open up pre-orders at Amazon and Best Buy and all that. But well, they had they had pre-orders on Amazon. They already are gone, sold out. I thought that was just GameStop only. Uh, well, that may may have been, but you could, I guess, GameStop through Amazon. <laughs> That's crazy. So I don't know, but uh, Legend of uh, Breath of the Wild is supposed to come on Wii U as well, isn't it? Yes, which is probably so what guess, I'm going to have to play it on. Yeah, and me as well. Um, I do want to play it. It does look fantastic. But as far as the launch lineup for the, the Switch, and I just saw like a revised version or updated version. It's the only game that I'm really interested in playing in the launch lineup. Now, there is a game I have on this list a little later that I think uh, is interesting, but it doesn't. it's not released at launch. So, But I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing it uh, if, I can ever, if I ever get to play it. If I don't... <sighs> I've never I'll played step. a Zelda game in my life. <laughs> really? Never. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Have I played them, or have I just seen them on TV? No, I've just seen them. I've never played them. Just seen them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I would have to say that you're missing out, but it may, you know, going back and retro gaming is not as much your cup of tea. So going back and playing, you know, the 8-bit version or the 16-bit version probably is not worth it. And having to stumble through... Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask with those graphics and no voice, no, you know, and Tingle. Isn't it Tingle? Is it Tingle? Yeah. God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, What's yeah. the Tingle? He's an elf <laughs> that annoys exactly. the crap out of you. He, he makes this little... You're not selling sound. it to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. I can really see why you love it. <laughs> I can see why you love it. Well, uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of a time or place thing. Majora's Mask is is a is a classic. Uh, I think Ocarina Time is classic. If you've got some hours, and I bet you that you could get it. Well, you can get an emulator and play it. I mean, did I say that? Um, I'm sure there are people who would possibly download emulators somewhere. I don't know what kind of people. I mean, I'm pretty sure I would definitely nick it off the internet if that was an option. Right, if it was a, if it was a legal thing, totally, I'm sure. Mm. Um, mm. But you know, I mean, it, the uh, Link to the Past is my personal favorite one. Um, I loved everything about that game, the and, and so that that's my personal favorite one. Ocarina of Time is good. If you liked a Link to the Past, you will love yeah. a Link Between Two Worlds. That's pretty much the direct follow up of that game. Oh, is it? Yes. But that was on DS, right? Yes, but it was still an amazing game. Well, I'd like to. I'd like to play. I'll have to. I'll have to play. We we uh, did a terrible job selling that, Daniel. We as again another royal we. 
Well, uh, you know, I wasn't really trying hard to sell it because I know she's and never going to play hard it. To prevent her from playing it, apparently. Look, it's not true. If I had like a Game Boy or something, I would play it. But I've never had a handheld console either because they were always too expensive when I was a kid. And so, I agreed. I, I didn't either. Um, the first one I had, I actually bought myself used, and it was a Nintendo uh, DS. I bought it off eBay. So, I was a I was an adult. First time I ever had purchased my own handheld. I had friends that had Game Boys and stuff. But anyway, moving along, Horizon Zero Dawn. What is that? Is that? That's a racing game, isn't it? Oh my God, we are the worst. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. This is this. Um, it's a. I want to say it may be an Xbox exclusive. Um, it's it's like this hybrid. There's a lot of uh, Gears of War in this as well as it's an open world kind of fantasy and tech. Uh, basically, if you've seen, this is the, like the, oh, it's on, I'm sorry, I apologize. It's PS4 exclusive. Um, well, that's why takes, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, it's supposed to be like the the uh, Xbox One killer in terms of like, this is, this is, supposed to change the face. I don't know. I don't want to build it up more than it actually is, but since y'all haven't heard of it, uh, maybe this isn't going to be as big of a deal to you guys, but it, it looks beautiful. Uh, it's It's got like... You have these... It's almost like an indigenous people that are there, and this tech... Um, I guess establishment is moving into their area, so there's giant monsters and giant tech, and you have like these hybrid... Um, old technology and new technology weapons like um, bows and crossbows and and, um, and other projectile weapons. Um, so you're telling me it's going to be a giant letdown like No Man's Sky? No, I'm saying this is more like a um, third-person um, Mass Effect open world, and Mass Effect in terms of like the view. But gear, more like Gears of War in an open world with different weapons, different monsters, and a, and a completely different, unique story. My interest is peaked, but they need to make it on Xbox. There's robotic dinosaurs in it. Heyo. Cadillac okay. and dinosaurs. That's right, babe. Robotic, <laughs> and they're like not. Far Cry <laughs> Blood Dragon. It's it 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 looks a lot like that. That's the thing. It looks a lot like that. So I encourage you, if you know, you may not get a PS4, but it, I would look it up. Watch, look video, look at videos for it. Uh, it looks really impressive. I I don't know if I'm going to pick it up just because there's so many other games. Uh, but if they're listening, I'd love to review it for you so you could send it to us. Um, <laughs> Googling <exactly>. now. <laughs> taking taking applications. Um, one that I'm I was not as big of a fan of. I did buy it and I did play the original, but Halo Wars or Halo Wars Two actually. Y'all familiar with Halo Wars? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are y'all excited, interested, looking to pick yeah, this definitely. one up? Of course. It's, yeah, no. real t- strategy games aren't as big as they used to. <laughs> what did you say, Daniel? I said no. <laughs> well, good. We will be looking forward to Amanda's review of that game. <laughs> I, wasn't actually, exactly. I wasn't actually a big fan of the Halo franchise. Oh, I love it. I, the story was always really weak to me. Um... I don't even, I mean, I don't remember why the Arbiter was important back when I was playing it. Because he had a cool electric knife blade thingy. 
He had a Swede knife blade. Um, I just remember him Don't getting kicked out. Don't make a girl out. a promise. <laughs> I just remember him getting kicked out, and I remember the the fake alien brood slash whatever that would jump on your face and eat you. The flood. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the yeah the flood. That's right. Um, <clears throat> which they were. That was kind of a alarming. Well, when you whenever you encounter the flood, and that was interesting, but. I, I never played it for that. I played it because it was fun, and, and that was, again, one of the few co-op games that you could play, couch co-op games that you could play. Except and so, now Halo 5 fails. Oh, my God, yeah. It's um, so the upsetting. <laughs> we just won't speak of it. Um, I didn't even play it, and I played every Halo game. I didn't even play it. That's horrible. Yeah, they just when they when they change things like that, not for the better, it's, it, um, yeah, it's disappointing. To say the least. Oh, <laughs> uh, down the list, and I, I didn't, I didn't write down, or I didn't make a list of everything that's being released. Uh, again, like I just listed those that I thought were going to be, you know, interesting to us, and or at least you might have heard of them. Uh, For Honor. Now, have you all heard of this one? I've, nope, you got me again. I've heard the name, okay, but so I don't what, remember what it is. For Honor. I think is they mentioned a, that at E3. They they did. It's a it's a multiplayer game, four on four, uh, and from what I understand, you can choose your uh, you can choose your your type of brawler. So between knights, samurai, Vikings, um, and so it's 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 a brawler, but it's a multiplayer, and and it's it's not like a, a MOBA or anything like that. Um, it's it just it looks. Fantastic! It looks beautiful. It looks like the uh, what's the 1886 game? Uh, the one that that uh, PS4 launched with. I never bought it, played it because it it was like 90% cinematic. Yeah. Regardless, that is that's the that is what the the game that's what the end game uh, battles look like. You know, it's it, that is what you you are controlling characters going through that and and actually have uh, it. it they make it sound like everything that you do has weight, that that it feels uh, very satisfying. Um, and, and unlike other 4-on-4 brawlers like Gears of War, you you don't have projectiles, you know, so you're you're fighting with shields and, and uh, spears and lances and samurai swords, and, you know, katanas. So uh, it looks it's, interesting. I mean, just... From Googling it, it looks like the art style of Lord of the Fallen mixed with the mechanics of Dynasty Warriors. I would. That's a very good way of explaining it. Much better than I did. Thank you, Amanda. No problem. <laughs> Apparently their beta is open. Really? Well, that might be yeah. worth jumping in. It's supposed to be released this year, so. so I guess yeah, we'll it's see. saying they have, a, they have a beta open at the moment. Daniel, what are you thinking? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to get excited about too many games because I know I will end up buying them and never playing them. Yeah, I, I do understand that. Um, I do understand. It says you but earn I, XP when you're playing against the bot, so that means you might actually have less problems when you actually go to play real players because you actually are a bit leveled up. Unlike some other games where if you play the training mode, you don't earn anything for it. so mm. Gives you a reason to play the training mode? Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, that would be yeah. Piqued my interest. I mean, yeah, it, it piqued mine as well, and and just the 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 difference, the theme of this one, it, it seemed interesting. So, one that I believe is released now is Nio. Have y'all seen Nio? N i o h. Nope. nope. Reminds me a lot of reminds me a lot of um, Onimusha. Did y'all ever play Onimusha? Yes, I played the first one. Maybe the second one. Did you like it? Yeah, actually, it wasn't bad. Um, uh, it looks a lot like that. So, what's that? I was just going to say it plays a lot. Onimusha plays a lot like uh, Devil May Cry, kind of. Yes, not quite as crazy. As yeah, Devil May Cry in terms of like what you can do and backflipping with dual Uzis. Um, it's PS4 yeah. though. Ooh. Yeah. Well, and the next one I was going to list is uh, is also on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that? Uh, Snipper Clips. What the hell is that? Oh my goodness gracious! Well, okay. So Snipper Clips is this game. It's a it's a co op game, and and we had this theme last time, and and so I was kind of excited to see these games where you actually can couch co op. So Snipper Clips is this game where you're you're both characters are these blocks. Um, it's a puzzle game, so. Essentially, you have to you overlay onto one another, and you have to clip your your square into a shape to achieve whatever the goal is. So, let's say you have to catch um, uh, you have to uh, one of the levels that I've seen is you have to catch a pencil. So you have to catch this pencil, and you catch the pencil by cutting a little half moon shape out of one. And you have to if you if you Google it, you'll see. But basically, you have to. Uh, you know, they're, they're like keyhole events where basically you have to cut both squares into the shape of a heart. So you have to rotate and cut it to where both of you, and you have to cooperate. So in your mind, you're trying to figure out how to rotate and cut in a way that will achieve the goal. So Snipper clips yeah. for people who want to cut their friends' faces. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds fun. Sign That's me up. literally what it looks like. No lie. Yeah. And I think if you look at some of the videos, you'll you'll see. I mean, it it, it is a very interesting di- now interesting dynamic. I believe the game had 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 come out either in Japan or it's it's previously been released. I just don't think it's been released here, and it's coming to uh, the Nintendo Switch after launch. After launch, it looks good. It looks good. I think you should check it out, even if you don't play it. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it's interesting. Uh, and it would be it would be fun to play with friends. For twenty bucks, it's not a bad price for what it is. I think, and it says you can do up to four players co-op, and I think that's quite cool. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, the next one I wanted to mention was, and this is a PS4, unfortunately, is uh, Days Gone. Days Gone. Have you all seen? It's a vampire. I mean, not a vampire. A eh? Um, I'm getting my monsters mixed up. It's a zombie game. Well, of course it's a zombie game. Yes, it is a zombie game. Oh my god, is it a zombie for survival game? Yes. Yay! Open, upcoming open world action adventure survival horror video game for PS4. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about this one, though, is it you know, and before, in a lot of the other zombie games, it wasn't so much about killing... I mean, it was killing the zombies and surviving, but you always felt like you could probably win 
you know, the only game that I've played, or the, one of the only games I've played ever where you faced an enemy that you just literally had to just survive was Silent Hill 2, where you had to just not get killed by Pyramid Head. So when yeah. Pyramid Head was there, and he's dragging that big-ass knife, you just don't get hit by it, and then eventually he leaves. And you're like, whew. Well, in this game, supposedly the hordes of whatever these zombies, they're not called zombies, I think they're called freakers or something. Anyway, they chase you, and there will be so many of them that the only thing you can do is run. So when you get into certain situations like that, it's it's a... So that's, a, I guess, a kind of an interesting twist, if you want to call it even that interesting, uh, to a genre that's kind of saturated. Um, you know, in Dead Rising, you may have hordes of zombies, but they're really easy to kill, you know, and you can just strap a chainsaw to a hockey stick and sling it around and kill everybody. So, I think State of Decay was one of the more interesting sort of... I never played that one. Yeah, it's like uh, community management, like community building, but still surviving a zombie apocalypse. I think that's quite cool. I think this game for a $60 price tag yeah, maybe doesn't have enough to differentiate itself. But then again, if you're a fan of the genre and you got 60 bucks, go for it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? 60 bucks. Why not? 60 bucks if you got it. So days you know, gone. Or you could get the paper game and cut your friend's face. You know, I'm, That's I'm telling you, twenty bucks, bargain. <laughs> exactly. You get the paper game three times over. That's exactly right, and you can have three of your friends' faces cut off, all for twenty bucks. Nailed it. So, worth it. Worth it. Uh, the next game is a game that's releasing on multiple platforms: uh, PS4, Xbox uh, One, Switch, and PC. Is Rime M or R I M E? R I M E. It's kind of a cell shaded looking game. If you played Journey, it has a lot of uh, the elements of, in terms of like the colors and the background. Have you all heard of this particular game? No, but I'm googling it now. Yeah, I, well, I know better than to really ask Daniel. I'm it, it looks it looks pretty. Ew, yeah. no. Oh come on! This has no? the, like the look of Shadow Colossus and all that kind of. No, no, I didn't pay. 400 pounds for an Xbox One so I could play what looks like a coloring book. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. you people and your freaking 60 frames per second bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I liked about this particular game is and, and what I like about all games that are like this, because this is a game that's probably more for me. Um, it's a puzzle platformer. Uh, it's it's probably much more story driven and and they do that just because of the the nature of 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 the graphics you know it's not that's not what draws you in although i admit that it is pretty rudimentary compared to what a lot of the other games look like nowadays but that's why it's releasing on multiple platforms you know is it 20 dollars no 60 I, yeah i'm willing no, to pay no. so if you have 60 bucks no, <laughs> no. Um, Go buy the zombie game. It'll look nicer. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm looking forward to this. It it looks it looks like it's a lot. Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus, Ico, um, even Last Guardian. It was that which, dog game? Yeah, the Last Guardian. Yeah, which I haven't finished, me. and I'm going to finish it. So 
That may be the next one I finish. I haven't played it at all, hence why I called it that dog game. The dog game. Yeah, the bird dog. <laughs> yeah. The bird dog thing. Duck hunt. Duck hunt. <laughs> duck hunt is legendary. <laughs> there will be no mocking of the duck hunt. No mocking. Um, so rhyme, I'm I'm interested in. It's uh, it's supposed to release in the first half of the year, so um, that may be one that I pick up. And since we don't have to wait for the Switch, I can actually buy it on a, a different system. So. <laughs> <laughs> a few a few more here I wanted to list. Uh, one of them being the uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Again, this is probably PS4 exclusive. Um, Stop it, it with not- your PS4 exclusives. I know it. I know. Hey, they look really good, though. Now, that's actually something that would be interesting to me. Um, I do like the Uncharted series. I do have the first three games. I haven't picked up part four yet. I'm trying to get through the collection first. You know, I keep saying I'm trying to get through these games. I don't think I'm ever going to get through the games. <laughs> you need to do, I mean, like... You don't seem to be trying very hard. Well, I pick up other games and I start playing those and I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm in a conundrum. You are. You are. You need to just do like Colin Moriarty says on uh, Kind of Funny and he's he's accepted the fact that they're just games he's not going to play. I'm never going to get back to that. and And be okay with it. Release it. You know, it, it, it can't hurt you anymore if you just do that. I just need to take you a know. week off from work. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. For that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about this game is it's not a new game per se, but I think you get to play as Nadine, um, basically the two girls in, in uh, over the course of the first three games. That's Those are the main characters of this. So you're playing kind of a side mission. It's an extension of the game. It's not a true new story per se or new... But uh, it is an extension, so it looks interesting, and I've loved all four games. Well, I loved three of them. I didn't play the third one, uh, but I heard I didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> so the fourth one, from what I understand, uh, and I have played the second and the fourth one, and I loved two and four, and those are, from what I hear, the best two of the series. So, so anyway, uh, it looked interesting. It is releasing this year, and that's another game that, that I might be interested in picking up. Uh, God of War is coming out. Um, wow. I think if yeah, <laughs> the same old uh, Amanda won't be able to play it uh, because it is a PS4. But they may, Damn it. yeah, I know they may be releasing that one eventually. I don't know if God of War ever came to Xbox. Did no, it? I think it didn't. It's, I don't think so. No. It's been a PS4 ex- or P- PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, I thought so. Okay, well, nope, sorry. But that's my type of game. Damn it. I, I know it, and that you know that. So it might be worth. There's we've listed a few here that are PS4 exclusives that might warrant purchasing that cheaper PS4. No, don't do just it. Some, don't turn to the dark side. <laughs> oh, turn! You turn. I've got one. There's cake over here. I have one too. <laughs> don't don't the turn. The cake is an alternative fact. Exactly, alternative fact. Um, <laughs> alternative breakfast fact. Um, Eddie Izzard does a good skit with that. Anyway, uh, South Park. Yes, South Park. I'm all over that butthole. Yeah, and if you pre-order it now, Actually. you get you get a copy of the first game for free. Do you really? Yeah. And if you pre-order oh. it in the UK, you get a watered-down censored version that sucks. Well, that's your fault for living in the UK, now, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Rather be here than there right now. Hey, but you know what? We get the good version of South Park. So, well, enjoy that. 
Well, uh, I can tell you that South Park's going to be pretty good this year. So, South Park ought to be really good this year. Um, So, the fractured, and and you know, how can you not say the fractured butthole? Because it's just funnier that way. But the title is. I just imagine that. It's very visceral. Well, I love love the trailer because, you know, when Cartman at the end, he's like, the fractured butthole. And then he goes, (laughs) you know, it's like, he knows it's the joke. (laughs) Yeah, it's a joke. And it's not even like a. It's not even like a, a clever joke. Uh, it's the kind of joke that I'm that I'm definitely partial to. So, like a a dad joke, or just being very immature. So I love it. I'm, I never played the first one. I've only heard good things about it. So I may pre-order this one so that I can go ahead and play the first one. Yeah, that would be worth it. Definitely worth it. Should play it. <laughs> uh, there are a number of other ones. There's one called Sea of Thieves. I believe it's a PS4 exclusive. So I'm not going to go into that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. What do you? What are your thoughts? We talked about this on the on our Switch episode, but what what are your thoughts? If you've seen any more about it or anything? Uh, I haven't seen too much more about it. You know, I've seen all the speculation and everything. The game looks great. Um, it looks just like a traditional Mario game. So I'm gonna be all over that. The funny thing is that I do want to kind of bring up is if you guys haven't watched the, what was, I can't remember the name of it. There's a Someone took the Grand Theft Auto Five and put a Mario skin in the game, and they called it Super Mario Odyssey footage. And basically, it just shows Mario going to like the strip club and him carjacking really? people. It's hilarious. <laughs> really? Yeah. If you get a chance, just look it up. It's on YouTube. But um, I was browsing YouTube to look for some more Super Mario Odyssey footage, and I just stumbled across that video, and I, I just couldn't stop watching. It was hilarious. Interesting. Well, that, uh, that that's actually pretty funny. Um, I I'm looking forward to this again. Don't even think we'll get to play it till next year. So look look for that in 2018. The review of Super Mario Odyssey. Um, and then there's a there are a number of other games that are supposed supposed to come out this year, but that may not come out this year. Uh, and I have a feeling that some of these are going to get pushed to next year for sure. Um, Kingdom but, Hearts three. Kingdom Hearts 3 is one. Uh, you do get to play this one on any of the three major platforms. Not not including Nintendo. Uh, I don't I don't, I don't include it as a major platform because it's kind of not on the same page as the other two. They're trying to do something completely separate. Uh, Death Stranding is, is hinted at potentially releasing this year. Um, that is the new Hideo Kojima Guillermo del Toro uh, is that the freaky one with the floating baby? Yes. In, in the pool. Is that the one with Norma oh. Reedus? No, that's the that's the other one that got canceled. That game but got no, canceled. Nor- you're right. Norm- Norman Reedus is in this one as well. Because remember that PT was, or whatever the original, the new Silent Hill was going to be Norman Reedus, and that got canceled. Yeah, I just remember there was like an E3 trailer of a naked Norman Reedus. Yeah, that this is that. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely that. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two coming out mm. on PS Xbox One. Don't know a whole lot about it. I've seen the previews for it or the trailers and stuff. Uh, it looks fantastic. Not sure who the main characters are. I really enjoyed Red Dead Redemption, but it was another one of those games much like Skyrim, where it was like, I could have spent six hours just 
riding your horse on the countryside. You know, you could you could get lost in that world just because of how big it was, uh, and not actually do any of the quests. It's which a, is exactly I, I, what happened to me. Which is why it's I a never good problem. It. Exactly. That's what happens with well, me and Grand Theft Auto. I mean, just driving yeah, around, beating the crap know, out of people, carjacking. That's that's part of, that's part of the game, and you know, then that's the build, and you can play it however you want to, and that's the beauty of it. But because of those options, and it's not you know very linear, it doesn't force you to stay on any particular track. You can just stay out there and collect cougar pelts. That's not a euphemism. Uh, as for as long as you want to, you know, and and uh, and and then you'll find side missions and quests on the way while you're doing it. And that so anyway, it's supposed to release. It's uh, it, it's it's going to be a good one as well. I just don't know if I'll be picking it up or not. The Last of Us Two. Yeah. Now, Amanda, I've listed four games that are exclusive to PS4. I might just give you my PS4, just so you could play these games because I think it would be worth it. And if you did that, she would actually be able to play the American version of the Fractured Butthole. <laughs> to be fair, The Last of Us is is the game when it came out the first time where I was like, ooh, I might yeah. have to. Last of Us, one of my favorite games of all time, all time, one of my all time favorite games. Uh, the it is the only survival horror type game that I've actually played through one hundred percent by myself. Actually finished it myself. Uh, because I'm such a wuss when it comes to those games. So they, yeah, they they scare me. But and this game even more so because of science and how realistic it wasn't zombies. It was a fungus, and science. their faces were f- just horrifying. Science. Uh, yeah, well science. <laughs> science makes everything changes everything. Um, lastly. This is the last one, and unless you guys have anything that you would like to add. Lastly, there is a game, and, it, and it's I'm almost guaranteeing this one not to release this year, but maybe next year. It's a game that's on the docket called Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, I see now something this, about that. Yes. Now, this is from the same studio that brought you The Witcher. Yes. Um, it is. It is supposed to be a mashup of like Blade Runner style... Uh, Deus Ex style RPG element type type video game. Uh, I imagine it's going to be of the same ilk as The Witcher, you know, so somewhat open world. Um, but anything that th- that Project Red does, I'm interested in following. Uh, so um, I'm keeping my eye on this one. It's supposed to. I don't know that it will be released this year, but it is. It is at least being advertised. That there's information coming out, but. You know, we all is it know gonna that. going to be on that, Xbox One like The Witcher was. Yes, it is. Yay! <laughs> so, I two game play this year. <laughs> right. It, you know, and it may not come out till next year, but um, you know, in the meantime, maybe mm-hmm. you could, you might be able to find a used PS4 that you know someone, you know, you know, maybe they'll just give it to you because you know, for whatever positive, you know, whatever reason they can think of, and you might find it within your heart to take it, even though it's a lesser machine. And play I'm some glad that you agree with me now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, 
Well, any other games that you guys can think of or that you're excited of, that you've heard of, that you're looking forward to? I mean, the Final Fantasy VII remake is supposed to come out this year. It ain't coming out um, this year. You don't think so? Well, no. aren't they? They're just releasing it in episodes. Yeah, I don't, and I'm not excited about it at all. Mm-mm. Me either. No, Andromeda is what I want. That's what I need. Gonna take time off work. Absolutely. I completely. Uh, Andromeda is one that I'm gonna play and, and probably get in a lot of trouble with my wife and kids. <laughs> Where is daddy? Um. So anyway, you your responsibility. <laughs> I, you know, overrated. You didn't hear me say it. <laughs> <laughs> and that topic was brought to you by our sponsor, Audible.com. Audible is offering a free audiobook download for you, the listeners of the Retro Rebel Gamecast, with a free 30-day trial, giving you the opportunity to check out their service. Amanda, what is our recommendation this week? Our recommendation this week on the theme of science is Stephen Hawking's A Brief History of Time. Uh, it is 6 hours, 57 minutes, narrated by John Sackville, and it is available on the free trial. That is uh, way better than the book that I just got. Uh, I actually got the Star Wars uh, A New Dawn on Audible, and okay, uh, yeah. it is, it is uh, 59 chapters and somewhere around 26 hours. So I'm not quite uh, finished with it yet. <laughs> uh, it would have taken me a fraction of that to read it, but I just hadn't had time. So anyway, it's, it is great. I love What I love about Audible is that they, they do all the voices, even though some of the guy, the guy that will do the female voices also does the male voices. <laughs> that's a little weird sometimes. Hera does not sound like that in my head because I've seen the cartoon. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, I've, I've really enjoyed it. It was a book that I've been wanting to pick up, and, and that one sounds like one, too, that I'd actually like to. And I could get six hours in. I have a two-hour commute every day. So you, so you can head over to audibletrial.com slash Toddcast to get that free title now, or you can choose from over 180,000 other titles today. Support us by heading to audibletrial.com slash Toddcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Closing thoughts? Anything? Anything? Science? Just, just not excited about games this year. <laughs> just not. Oh, just sad. It's, it's just getting started, Daniel. Uh, I want VR arcades. Make them happen. Oh God, make that happen. You're talking about millions Switch. and millions of dollars. Switch. Big, I don't know. Switch. We're not going to get a Switch this year, so I'm not excited about that either. Just, you're just sad in general, and that's probably the crux of it all. And that's it? how we're going to end this episode with me being depressed. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bring it. Where to go? Way to bring it down, Daniel. And that wraps up this episode of Retro Rebel Podcast. I want to thank our Rebels, Daniel and Amanda, for joining me this week. All the notes from this week's episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Please head over to iTunes and Stitchers, send Daniel a card, and rate our show now, because that helps us a lot. Until next time. See you later. Peace. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha